Rockin' with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio. Yeah, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to tonight's presentation as the Non-Stop Radio show presents the In the Spotlight segment featuring yours truly here, the Emilio Wegbar. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio 212 or my personal Twitter page at the Emilio Wack Bar to stay up to date with the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip hop shows, favorite hip hop show. Definitely want to say thank you to each and every one of you out there who's tuned in and listening tonight. For those of you who have tuned into the last three episodes, definitely want to say thank you. If you haven't caught them yet, be sure to head over there to the EJP Entertainment Anchor channel. You can check it out there or you can go over to soundcloud.com forward slash nonstop. Dash Radio Dash Show Here tonight we got a very special guest Making his return here tonight And I'm pleased to say this is one of my favorite MCs coming up in the game Doing this thing man Straight out of Boston, Massachusetts Let's put our hands together for the one and only Will Gash Yo Will, what's good brother? How we doing, how we doing? Man we good over here on this side man How you been? Alright man, just trying to live my life And you know, get through this virus shit like everybody else. Man, I hear that, man. This virus shit, man. Not even just the virus, man. 2020 as a fucking whole, man. It's just, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, 2020 has been a year that, you know, we soon hope will pass through and everything will be somewhat the normal we all know and love. You know what I'm saying? No lie. We're coming up on 2021. We're looking ahead. Yeah, man. For real, man. <laughs> I already done look past 2020, man. I'm like, yo, throw the whole year away. For real. <laughs> no lie. Yeah, man. Yo, so, you know, it's been a minute since we had you on here, man. I remember the last time we had you on here, we had a really, really, really good episode, man. We had a real good conversation between the two of us, man. Just two, you know, individuals that really, like, love and admire hip-hop, man. You know, definitely love to have those type of discussions here on this platform and all that good stuff. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man. So, you know, for all the people out there, you know, who may be listening to you for the first time here on this platform, you know, we already got the people out there who are familiar with your work here on the Nonstop Radio Show and also in the spotlight. Man, why don't you reintroduce yourself to the crowd? So, my name is Will Gatz. I'm from Boston. And, um, you know, we're just rapping out here, doing what we feel. Mm-hmm. And um, I try to give out lessons in all my music and, um, you know. My music isn't for everybody. I understand that, but mm-hmm. you know, anybody that does appreciate it will appreciate it 130. percent I try to make that the number one thing. You can learn from my music, but I I appreciate it if you just listen. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the truth, man. You know, we had discussions, you know, plenty of times, you know, off record and everything like that. And we discussed, you know, yeah. Catalog Primarily You know uh, The Gas Mask series And everything like that And I told you before Like The first song I found you on Back in 2016 When I was first Starting this platform I was actually scrolling Through SoundCloud And I happened to Come across your page And I'm like You know Well Gats Alright let me check This brother out You know I was looking at the artwork And everything like that I'm like Seems interesting So you know Started scrolling through And I seen a song You know Called Black Magic I'm like Black Magic I'm like hold up Like is this dude a rapper Or is he a goth artist I'm like yo Let me check this out though As soon as I You know push play Man I was instantly hooked Man I'm like yo This joint is crazy I had to hit you up I'm like yo Let me get your music On my cattle I mean on my platform And everything like that man And you You know you Extended the offer You allowed me to get your music On here man We've been cool ever since You know 
for sure, for sure. Had to. Yeah, man. You know, so we're going to go, you know, back a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because I know we talk about your music a lot, you know what I'm saying? And I feel as though, like, yours is one of the most underrated catalogs that I feel as though people need to get out there and actually... Mm listen to you know what i'm saying because i already told you i'm like your gas mask series to me is a masterpiece in creativity artwork you know what i'm saying like the subject matter the content all that good stuff is like to me as a artist that's coming up you know unsigned artist trying to you know break into the game i'm not even gonna say break into the game or artist that's you know doing anything within their career i'm i i feel as though that's a blueprint for a lot of artists out there You know what I'm saying They should follow As far as putting together A quality project You know So like Take us back man What was your um, Inspiration behind The Gas Mask series So a lot of inspiration Came from uh, You know Listening to a lot of um, I guess a lot of Tribe Called Quest When I was mm-hmm. growing up A lot of A lot of Outcast And you know A lot of Blue Exile mm-hmm. And you know Just Black Thought Like there's a There's a shitload of Influences But I wanted to create Something that uh, I could grow it And then you know It would reflect me as an artist mm-hmm. You know going through the years So I figured At the start I would be you know Like a novice almost And then over time I would eventually You know bloom into the artist that I became By today you know GM3 mm-hmm. And um, You know e- each tape Has a specific point In my life that I hold dear and at the same time teaches lessons. Yeah. So, I don't know, just uh, a lot of different influences. Yeah, but man. I would say mainly Tribe Called Quest and like, I guess J. Cole storytelling. Mm. And I don't know, like, you know, like I remember, uh, shout out to DJ Kawan, you know, you recently was mm. just on the mixtape show and y'all was chopping it up and everything. And he was saying, yep. you know, you like to leave those little gems and, and, and everything in there. Like, what inspires you to leave? Like little things in there for people to learn Like cause like when I listen to your music Like you know mm. most people like You know like we catch it And everything like that but then you got the artists out there Or the listeners I should say That you know it's kind of like over their head And they gotta go back and listen to it you know what I mean Like it's very intricate yeah, yeah. in the way you like deliver your messages And everything but it's also Very understandable if you actually listen closely You know what I mean That's right you know I try to If you do need to go back and listen to it a few times Then like I go for it like that's on you but mm-hmm. I, I give real props to the people that catch it when they first hear it right because if they understand that shit and they know what they're looking for like if you're experienced with my music you know what to look for mm-hmm. like you're sitting there listening <laughs> you know listening trying to figure out you know what I said here what I said there mm-hmm. how it connects to the track as a whole or the whole project you know that's the kind of thing that I like to put in my music And I, I'm so thankful for people who actually Like pick that shit up Because I do deep root that yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I try to focus on <laughs> You know that's do- that's definitely You know dope and a mark of artistry Right there when you can deliver messages That resonates with the listener You know what I'm saying that they Listen to and then it's something that you know They can take a part of it and you know Apply it to their usual everyday life and everything And you know, another thing we also touch on is we how we touch on like how, you know, the the biggest compliment or reward that an artist to me at least can receive is having somebody that listens to your music and they can resonate with either a song or a particular project or a whole catalog of yours or whatever and they can tell you that, you know, your music has affected 
their life in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? To for me, sure, that's like, like the ultimate. Messages. Yeah, for real. You know, like to me, that's like one of the crowning moments of being an artist. Like, how do you feel about that? Well, that was my original goal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm not. A lot of people tell me, oh, you know, when are you going to make it? Or, or would you sign like, you know, six figure deal or, or you know, mm-hmm. like some crazy shit? No, man. Like, I just wanted to do this to just fuel myself, honestly, mm-hmm. to get my table, my story on the table and, you know, have no regrets about it later. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I'm not after anything in particular. If something happens, then great. Mm-hmm. But that's not the goal. You know, the goal has always been deliver a message to anybody who might need it. Mm-hmm. If you relate, you relate, and that's wonderful. That's what I did it for. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, hopefully on a second or third listen, you understand at that point. Right. But if not, maybe my music isn't for you, and that's absolutely all right too. Yeah. But you know. At the same time, I, I love when people resonate to my shit. Like I, I love it. Yeah, man. I think it's the craziest feeling as an artist. Like for someone to understand where you're coming from and relate with something in their lives. Like on GM One, I spoke about my father. Like I can't tell you how many messages I got from people that said, you know, my father walked out too, or you know, mm-hmm. I experienced that same shit, man. Like I grew up without a dad. It was tough, but look where I am now. Right. And they tell me where they're at. And you just got to be proud of that. And just look at yourself and realize that you came that far too. Yeah. And that's fucking notable. That's very notable. notable. That's very notable. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you can take it, when somebody out there that's listening to your music can actually relate to your experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the most notable things. And also when, you know, people that has listened to your projects from... The very first song you may have put up uh, up until now, even even you know listeners that may have picked up along the way, like for that to you know resonate or for them to be able to like relate to your experience, that's like that's a whole other you know thing. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you can make that connection as an artist with your audience. You know what I'm saying? That's like a that's dope, man, for real. For sure, and it wasn't always like that. Like mm-hmm. originally, when I started this, I, you don't want to hear the beginners, honestly. Mm-hmm. I took them offline and that was that. <laughs> I, I kind of started fresh at vintage, but before that it was it was a fucking mess. But I don't know, somewhere around 2011, 2012, I decided to really pay attention to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found a purpose. You know what I mean? That was um, so important to me as an artist. Mm-hmm. So important, and it's carried me on the way here today on your show, Kawan's show. Any kind of airplay I get, you know, at all, or anybody who discovers my music by accident and ends up loving it for whatever reason, you know, they end up um, seeing that shit too, what I was trying to do. And that's, like I said, that's the goal. Yeah. You know, speaking about platforms, I remember, um, I think it was a couple of months ago, I seen you, you made a post. And you were saying, like, you know, your uh, music had found its way onto a video game or something like that? Yes, yes. That's next year. It's supposed to be in an indie uh, racing game. Nice. So I got a few tracks on there that I'm trying to get cleared right now with a couple producers that I'm working with. Shout out to Jay Premier out in Tokyo. Mm. 
made me a beat for that and I'm trying to get that passed but if not I'll just throw that out there that's a dope track yeah and um but you know they they threw me on for five tracks and um I have three in right now and that's gonna come out next year holiday season nice so let me ask you like when you got that notification or you know that email that was saying that your music was selected not only just one track but five tracks with yeah, this yeah. independent video game like what was the feeling that you got from that um man that's actually one of the short-term goals that i made for myself like i <laughs> i grew up playing a lot of tony hawk games and like deep speed underground and like uh-huh. you know just that radio shit like that like things that had crazy ass soundtracks yeah and i tried to you know i'm influenced by that as well all that lo-fi and like boom bap mm-hmm. like all of that resonates with me and um i always thought it would be real cool to get one of my tracks into um you know a game like that that i would play as as a kid mm-hmm. and um fucking there it was nice <laughs> there it was <laughs> that's 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 like another level when you can get your music sourced so like you know not just radio but when you get it yeah, sourced yeah, yeah. to like video games and movies and tv and it's shows. not like it's not like ridiculous like ea games or some shit like mm-hmm. it's not like Ubisoft or something, but it's it's like indie, yeah. and you know it is what it is. Like, yeah, but it's you know, still a game, right? You know, but it's still a door. I I, I look at it as it's, you know it's still a door to other opportunities because you never know, like whatever other gaming program may listen or you know actually play that game. I'm like, yo, who's this? Like, you know, what I'm sure, saying? Sure. and then they fucking you know hit you up, and now next thing you know, you want some kind of like EA Sports games or whatever. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. So you know, I I look at every opportunity as a stepping stone or like a doorway to something you know what i'm saying like even like with this you know what i'm saying like i don't call it the biggest opportunity but it always makes me feel proud when i hear artists come back and something like you know their music you know this platform help get their music out there to more people than just you know posting it on a streaming site or whatever and like that's something i take pride in because when i first started this thing i wanted to do it with the mindset of helping fellow indie artists and everything like that do they thing and also be recognized and get heard because i feel like the mainstream radio the playing field wasn't level enough for artists out there that was actually doing anything and actually putting out quality music so i can understand like the way you feel is about watching music getting it onto a video game the same way i feel about artists coming back later and telling me how you know my platform opened the door to another opportunity for them no matter how big or small it was you know that's right that's right yeah man definitely like I tell you all the time, like, you know, time to time in our private conversations, like what you do is necessary and it's essential yeah. to what we are as indie artists. And there's not many platforms out there that are upping the indie artist, right. like you and Kawan are, for example, you know, everybody wants to bump that radio sound and like, <laughs> that's not all that's out there. Like, I think Ninth Wonder said something like, you know, there's 24 hours in a day. You go to the club for three hours. There's music to be made mm-hmm. for the other 21 hours of the day. Right. And that's part of what we do. Absolutely, man. It's like people, I don't know, it's like from two different perspectives, because I can speak from an artist's perspective and I can speak from a radio personality perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you have the consumer out there that, you know, the only thing they really do is. They buy the music or they stream the music, they listen to it or whatever the case may be. They think, you know, that's dope or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, 
they don't understand the amount of preparation that goes into this whole thing you know like from being an artist you know when you're you know cycling through like tons of beats or when you're coming up with a concept for a particular project or when you're actually sitting down and pinning you know the the 16s that you're putting together also to the point where you're going and recording it and then having to work on the the business side of it where you got to get you know if you're using a producer that has a sample in the in the beat or whatever you're trying to get the sample cleared you're trying to get the beat cleared and then you're trying yeah. to get the promotion and everything like that goes like it's a parallel line between both you know things you know what i'm saying it's like i don't think a lot of people really appreciate what goes into putting this together to bring to them to have something to be you know entertained by you know for sure a lot of people just think it's just slapping vocals on a beat but they don't see the mixing side of it. They don't see, like you said, the clearance side of it. The, you know, the permissions and the copyrights and the, you know, it's just, it's a lot. Yes. It's a lot. And if people would understand that, I think they would have a bigger appreciation. But mm-hmm. shout out to the people that do understand that because you are appreciated. Absolutely, man. So, like, with that being said, how about you take us, you know, for the people out there that's listening right now, how about you take us through the process? That Will Gats has for when you get ready to sit down and put together a project or a song or whatever. So, um, I did the Gas Mask series. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, you know, I, I kind of went through it at the beginning, but um, at first I wanted to make something that I was going to be proud of. Mm-hmm. So, at the same time, informing the listener of who I was personally and what's going on in my life at any given moment. And um, I try to think in layers, man. Like I, I, with the gas mask, I made the whole shit like gas mask one to three sound just like a day, you know, a whole day, mm-hmm. like twenty four hours of the day, like morning, noon, and night, you know. And um, that's reflective in the titles and you know the the content of it. You know, mm-hmm. you can look at it as a whole day. And um, also on top of that. I kind of made it like about me, me and my friends and me and my families, like each, each project mm-hmm. and just made it, uh, you know, consumable for someone to listen on the outside and understand what I was talking about, giving you me at the same time while giving you something you know, to listen to right. that you would enjoy and it would engage you and you'd be willing to go to the next one or listen to, uh, you know, side projects that I did mm-hmm. for the gas mask series. When I sit down to uh, decide what I'm going to do I usually think out that sort of stuff first mm-hmm. And uh, you know What the overall goal is Achieving that goal On each separate You know project that I put out From that you know Theme itself um, You know It's just a lot of beat selection And with this project, Gas Mask, I tried to, you know, feel out beats. Like if I felt like some shit sounded like the morning, mm-hmm. I would put it on the first Gas Mask tape. If I sounded, if it sounded something like the afternoon, like I don't know, like uh, it was a good day by Ice Cube. Right. That sounds like the afternoon to me, like a like a nice summer afternoon sort of thing. Yeah. I would put that on GM two, and then nighttime would be GM three. So, and you hear that with Gas Mask? You told me you heard that before. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I think a lot of people that if they like when they listen to like your music when they listen to like you know gas mask one and two and then you know phantom and the gas mask and everything like mm-hmm. I, I feel like yo you have a very 
underrated ear for you know picking out the beats that you like to use because like everything that you put you know like that you pick and you know the content that you put behind it it always seems to be that hand in glove fit like even with the last you know couple of projects that you put out one in particular you know uh gats of oz like you know like that whole it it fit you know i'm saying you know you got the wizard of oz on the um on the i made that piece so you did yeah i did i made that one so that um that's one of those things i made that with a friend actually Mm. and we were just messing around on our npc and we came up with that one but um yeah, man, that's that's the type of thing that I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mean to cut you off, no, you're but good, like, you're good. that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I try to pick things that, you know, I would fit over, like my voice, how I'm going to approach it. Like, I go into a track like Gats of Oz. Like, I told Kawan, I was just watching like Wizard of Oz when I came up with that concept. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. when me, <laughs> we were just watching <laughs> Wizard of Oz on the couch, and like, I'm just thinking in my head, like, damn. This is a good movie Like I enjoy this One of my favorites Yeah Like Even from childhood And like I picked out A section of Each of the songs That like You know The characters sing Like the straw man The You know The scarecrow I guess Right Um The Tim man And the lion mm-hmm. And I picked my favorite line Out of each of that thing And it, it Ended up being the second verse In that song But um I don't know it, It's like Anything can be an influence. Yeah. If I'm not working on gas mask, that is because that's very specific mm-hmm. to me. And um, but like Gats of Oz, that's for another project with my boy George Price out in Orlando. Shout um, out to George Price. I remember that joint out there, Slink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a whole project full of that those types of joints coming, and um. That's gonna be fire. That's that has no relation to GM uh, the Gas Mask series, by the way. Okay. I never. I, I don't think I even told Kawan that part. So it's just good to know. Nice. See, that's what happens when you come and you connect with the nonstop radio show and the in the spotlight segment, man. Y'all get some gems <laughs> out there that you may not have heard in Wells. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you didn't know. Yeah. If, if you didn't know, now you know. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> no that's doubt. right. Yeah, man. So you know. We have been anticipating Gas Mastery for the longest. And I know you Me too. personally, I know you like a perfectionist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like <laughs> with this one I am at least. Yeah, you know. So like, you know, with Gas Mastery, like I know we're not gonna hear it yet. And I know it's coming soon, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we're very week. soon. We're very soon. How soon would you say? Uh man, like a couple months. Mm. I'm like at the end. Like I'm at the end. I just gotta I gotta decide what I'm putting on there and touch those up, and then I'm, I'm, it's all right. Like, but the singles are out right now. Like, right. You can hear the singles. Um, you know, I just released one not too long ago uh, called uh, "Dusk and Dawn." Yes. And um, that's one of the beginning, or I guess middle tracks okay. of that project. And then I released one before that called "It Means No Worries," and that's the outro to the project. It's like a good night. Okay. Like a goodbye, good night. I'll see you next time. Gotcha. And it's a good night to myself. I'm going along with the theme of, you know, 24 hours of the day. Right. Laying down to sleep. That's exactly what it is. 
it makes a lot of sense, you know, space, you know, especially from the beginning of your project, Gas Mask One, you know, the introduction, you know, the introductory track, excuse me, then mm-hmm. leading up to, you know, the outro track. It makes a lot of sense, man. Like, you know, like a lot of people, like when I listen to, you know, particular projects and stuff from other artists, like, yeah, you know, you got a concept, you got a theme behind it, but I don't think I've ever heard, and I may be wrong, but I don't think I've ever heard another artist that put together a project that had that much thought into it you know what i'm saying like three projects that spanned over 24 hours of a day you know what i'm saying that's the kind of stuff like you see like plots for like a movie or like a tv show or something where it's like you, they take you <laughs> yeah. like for example 24 you know what i'm saying like it yep. takes you 24 hours into the day or whatever the case may be like i don't think you really hear a lot of people like that you know what i mean that come off and do those type of concept themes when it comes to their projects you know for sure for sure and i i have another one planned but i don't know if i i don't know we'll, we'll see because that's another discussion that we, you know i i've been having with myself like um af- if after gm3 i want to continue album making mm-hmm. um i have a plan for after gm3 uh involving the seasons mm-hmm and um, different times of the year, I figured I'd go a little bigger than just a day. Nice. And just go for seasons, and um, I don't know if that comes together. Then that comes together, but I don't know. I'm kind of this was a long ass project. Mm. <laughs> this is an eight year project, right? And um, I wanted it that way. I, I asked for it to be that way because I wanted to grow with it. I wanted to progress as an artist so you could listen to GM1 and see where I started for the most part and then where I ended up by GM3 and mm-hmm. it's a it's a significant gain but um I don't know we'll see what what my plans are going ahead but I definitely have some concepts for things in the future definitely that I want to do to that no doubt so like what would you say has been the most difficult you know Part of putting together Gas Mask 3 and, and finally deciding on what is going to go in onto the actual finished project and the whole process of preparing this to put it out there for people. Because I know, I remember we were talking about Gas Mask 3 back in 2017 and everything, you know what I'm saying? So yep. then, you know, I know you had some times where you weren't sure if you was going to put it out anytime soon or if you was going to ever put it out. So, like, what was the most difficult things that went into this whole process of Gas Mask 3? living life to uh have material to speak about Mm. um you get so caught up uh living you know working and and, you know going to school whatever what have you you know whatever's in your life at that moment that uh you know you just kind of you get lost in it Mm -hmm. you get lost in it and um that's not necessarily a bad thing because things are coming together you're making money like it is what it is Mm -hmm. but you know, you, my biggest thing was always experiences. Mm-hmm. Like in between these projects, I like to live and see where I'm at. And I, it just so happened that in between GM2 and GM3, I made a significant move in my life. Like I was living down in Florida for a little while. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I made the move <laughs> back home to Boston. Right. And, um, alone this time you know it was out my without my family and um it was just me and my girlfriend and um it ended up working out you know and, you know with a bunch of questions in the way right 
where I was going to go, what I was going to do if the thing didn't work out. But, you know, you apply yourself and things get done. But, um, yeah, I guess life and figuring out what to speak about. Mm. Like, it came a little more difficult this time with GM3 because this one's about me and my family. Mm-hmm. So I had to get reacquainted with my family up here in Massachusetts and um, figure out the interactions between them because I pretty much had my interactions with my regular family, you know, my, my immediate family, my mom, my dad, my, my sisters, um, all figured out, you know. Right. And um, I just had to come up here and figure out the other relationship interactions that I had with them before I put it down on paper. Right. But now I got it. Now I got it. And um it's just um kind of a you'll see in the project. I don't know if this is like a like a spoiler or whatever you want to call it, but <laughs> it's kinda like um it's kinda like a good night to the old me. Right. Waking up to a new one. And um I think that's why it's taking so long. It's me putting to sleep Everything that I regret Anything that I regret Anyway Because I don't really regret much myself But Any of my regrets Were put to rest With this project And like I said I like to use these things As therapeutically as possible To get things off my chest And uh Give it to the listener And see if they relate You know it's a big change in someone's life and a lot of people are you know my age are experiencing that change they're moving out from their parents house they're becoming independent having kids like i'm not there yet but i do know what it's like to become independent so i can relate that right it's um so yeah that that, fuck that was a long answer but my answer's (laughs) life (laughs) my answer's life no doubt it's all good man (laughs) you know man life happens man i'm gonna tell you that for a fact because i remember um it was back uh 2018 you know me and you was discussing things or whatever the case may be i remember you had hit me up and you asked me about you know what was going on with the non-stop radio show and i was explaining to you as well you know like life this was going yeah. on, you know, like it's not that I didn't want to, you know, continue on with the show, but that was like one of the hardest transitions, you know what I'm saying? Going from, you know, making the, the decision whether or not I wanted to continue to pursue a career that you, you know, pursue a career or a passion, I should say, that wasn't guaranteed was ever going to come to fruition or also going between with um, going for something that, you know, I know would help me be okay you know and stable financially or whatever so like that was one of the hardest decisions that i had to make you know and unfortunately ever since then you know like i've lost a lot of time you know from the momentum that the non-stop radio show had at one point up until mm-hmm. you know what it has now and everything you know also working this job and everything that i work now like For you know sure. sometimes there's not enough time in the day or enough time in the week to be able to do you know episodes and stuff so you know like there's Life is one of the hardest decisions that you ever have to make when it comes to choosing between what you love to do and what you know is right. You know? For sure, for sure. And that's one of the things that I, I had to decide mm-hmm. when I was forming this project. And I think that's why it's taken so long. I, I just, between my pickiness, my, my personal shit, and like my life mm-hmm. um, and how it's changed and how I adjusted to, uh, you know, work and figuring out my schedule around that 
while absorbing everything around me, my family stuff, and uh, and just speaking about it. Right. And um, that was it was difficult, but I, I can say that it has come together, and uh, I'm just putting it, uh, rearranging it in a way to where I feel like people are gonna get the most out of it. But right. it's certainly it's it's definitely a it's definitely a goodbye for now. Mm. And um, I don't know, I, doing this for eight years and finally finishing this project that I set out to do. This is a goal for me. Like I, I made a goal when I finished high school that, you know, whether anything happened and I got famous or whatever, like, you know, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. uh, that I was going to start this and I was going to finish it. And, um, here we are at the end. And, uh, I couldn't be happier with how it's come out. Right. And, um, I'm proud of it. Out of it. This is a to you, I guess you could say this feel like your actual own personal marathon as far as you know, from the time you started with you know GM one and then you know now coming to conclude this entire project with GM three. I guess you mm-hmm. could say it's like a marathon for you, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh the home stretch is here and I can see the finish line and um who knows what happens or if I run anything after I cross that finish line. Yeah. But um I don't know. I, I think if I think there's more races to be had, I'll put it that way. Yeah, that's true. I'll put it that way. So let me ask you, should you not decide to, you know, drop any more music at all whatsoever? Like not even any features or you know, any like, you know, collaborative projects with anybody. Like what what do you think that you would go to next as far as, you know, the music business would you like stay doing what you do now like um just you know like um putting out what you have already or is it just just gonna walk away completely from it um i mean my plan wasn't to walk away completely mm-hmm. um well, what i was gonna do is uh you know like you said the features and um i was just gonna do features and then like maybe like a small ep here and there mm-hmm like maybe like a five track thing which is by the way what the next project would be if i was going to do seasons Mm -hmm. um it would be four projects five tracks and at the end you combine them all Mm -hmm. and um that's kind of where my mentality is right now um but yeah it's if if i were to just walk away completely i would probably just uh finish school and um do what I was gonna do originally and that's become a park ranger mm. and um I really love nature and uh I like being out there and it's something that I've always wanted to do and I'm in school for it now okay so um I don't know I I was always you know I was I was raised really really well and one of the things my parents always stressed was have a backup plan right and um music was always the backup plan um my main focus right now is just finishing my school and getting into my career and like i said if anything came out of music i would certainly pursue that without any regrets right but um you know that's not the goal that's not the goal main goal for me when it comes to music that's you know that's crazy well i'm not gonna say it's crazy what I'm going to say is that's interesting because, you know, you have so many people, especially, you know, a lot of us that come from, 
I'm gonna say humble beginnings. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say like mm. and I'm not gonna try to like sensationalize it or glorify it or anything like that. But I'm gonna say come yeah, from yeah. humble forget beginnings, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, a yeah. lot of people they come out the gate because they feel as though like that is the easiest way to success. Like what you see now, you got a lot of people out here thinking that they can be hip hop artists. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. out here that they put all their eggs in one basket and that yeah. basket is trying to break into the music business. And you know, you got a lot of different parts that's going on or whatever the case may be. And then when some, when people don't achieve that goal, then they just left like 20 years of their life just went by. Or yeah. you know, twenty five or however long they've been pursuing a career in music, and then like they're left with nothing at the end of the day when they didn't break into the kind of success that they want. You right, and at, at the same time, it's kind of like you want to be a hip hop star. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. Go do your thing, get your money. But like, what if that doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. You know, and and why can't you become a hip hop star? Mm-hmm. You know, you can do anything you want, you know, unless there's something holding you back specifically, you know, a reason why you couldn't become a hip hop star. Like, that's one of the things that my friends always give me credit for. Like, they always tell me, like, and not to, like, wake myself or anything, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of just like they always say, like, you say you're going to do something and you do it. Right. And you don't let anybody get in your way about it. And that's true, but mm-hmm. that's just how I am personally. I'm stubborn, man. I'm half Irish. I gotta be. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just like to see things to the end. Yeah. I like to, um, I like to figure shit out. And um, but I, I, I wouldn't ever feel comfortable enough to pursue that dream right. without another cloud to fall on if this one dissipated. Right. Like I, I, I needed that, and I needed to find out what that was, and um, I took my love for nature and my desire to be outside and uh, in the wilderness, in something myster- mysterious and like mystifying to me personally, mm-hmm. and uh, that ended up coming to you know ahead when I decided to go to school and pursue this park ranger thing right and um i'm enjoying what i'm learning in school and um i don't know i I just gotta that's one of the things that i'm focused on now focusing on outside of music right now at the moment hey that's what's um, up man you know no guy my my fault what you saying no, no, I was just gonna wrap that up. And just say, yeah, no, that's what I was doing. <laughs> oh, no, <nah. laughs> only thing I was gonna say is like it's crazy how we have a lot of like simulants in our lives. You know, even though we come from two different walks of life or whatever. You know, what I mean, it's 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 crazy how you know our lives you know kind of like you know are parallel to each other because I was at that same point, like I said, back in 2018. Do you continue to try to chase something that you know is not a guarantee? Compared to having, you know, something that you know is more financially stable for you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I went, yeah. I was all in from whenever I started planning the, you know, the nonstop radio show, which was you know 2013 or whatever, then to the official launch in 2016 or whatever, and the momentum that it started building over that you know course of two years and whatever. So like, 
it started building momentum, but at the end of the day, I knew that this wasn't something that was a guarantee. I knew this wasn't a home run, even though this is something that I love doing. For you sure. know, it was hard to just, you know decide, you know, between the two. You know, you got yeah. a opportunity over here that's you know promising. Well, I'm not gonna say promising, but that's pretty much you know a solid, you know, guarantee for lack of better words. Like if you go over here, you know, you get through your probationary period as far as your job goes and everything, and then next thing you know, you know, you're good. You got that, yeah. you know, that that job security and everything, and then you got this on the other hand, like, you know. It was at one point where I felt like, you know, the show was my number one plan and I didn't have no backup plan. So, you know, I had to switch. So it's like, it's interesting and, you know, unique that the fact that you brought that up and then you said that the music was actually your backup plan compared to what you're actually trying to pursue in life, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that switched. That switched as I got older. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember being, you know, fresh out of high school and I was like, shit, man, I'm going to, I'm going to be on stage and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have mad fans. I'm gonna be famous, like on some Wiz Khalifa shit, like mm-hmm. you know. But as I got older, and I'm looking around, and things are becoming more, more real, more reality based to me. Um, I realized that, you know, I, I gotta not put all my eggs in one basket. Right. And uh, my goal changed musically, so um, you know, I, I, I just decided to do something different Mm -hmm. something that was going to be fulfilling as opposed to taking a big gamble and throwing everything in and then you know it not returning anything for me yeah so here i am at gm3 even though you know i'm not world known like you can't point at somebody in like missouri and be like yo who's will gats and expect them to give him a give a full fucking bio but (laughs) It's like well personally. Honestly, I don't know, man, because you know, especially with the events and the internet and the way, you know, like music has, you know, transitioned, you know, online and everything like that. And also with the emergence of, you know, platforms like this and also with SoundCloud and other streaming services, you never know. It may be that one person yeah, yeah, in Missouri yeah, no. to actually know who you are, you know. Yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> but like it's like that's not guaranteed yet yeah, that's true in in the best way possible i could put that it's not guaranteed that someone's gonna know me yet mm-hmm. and i'm fine with that because i'm sitting here fulfilled like i can stop here or i could continue which is most likely gonna happen but i have that choice mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm at that point like i'm not forced to do this if i don't want to right. sort of thing and um you know coincidentally it is something that i want to continue doing but i didn't want to be at a point where i was it felt forced you know like it didn't feel like this was a job right like that i had to do for so many people you know because i I, out of necessity you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it had to be a choice and that's the that's the way everything comes out you know as pure as possible like i have to have to make the choice to make music and to help the way I want to and not be forced to. Right. That's what I'm saying. Now, I definitely agree to that because, you know, you got a lot of people that do things basically out of obligation and not because that's their natural choice to do something. Like, you can tell when something feels natural and something feels forced. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of For things. Sure. Like, you hear what the music nowadays is like, 
you can hear like certain artists, it feels like that style is forced upon them. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, then yeah, like yeah. you have those ones that you know you can tell that this is who they are. This is the music that they wanted to make. Not because mm-hmm. they are told to make that particular type of music, but this is because this is what they want to do, you know? Yeah, best tracks come out when you're happy. Yeah. And when you're failing it. Especially when you make the beat, but not everybody has the ability to produce. Mm-hmm. But that's just an additional element if you can, you know. You yeah. have a lot of fun with the track you're making, like like Gats of Oz, we brought that up before. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it just came natural. Like, I don't know if we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. Yeah. I don't think that we're in Kansas anymore. Like, it just came natural. It just came natural. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was having fun with it. I was having fun with it. And uh, it ended up coming out real nice. Yeah, because, like, I, I listen to that, like, a, a whole lot. Like, I'll sit here, like, you know, I don't even have... Anything going on And I'll just be sitting here Listening on my own home studio And I'll just be sitting there Listening to it Like yo Like I definitely love this record You know what I'm saying I'll turn it up on the speakers All that You know what I'm saying So <laughs> How's it sound How's it sound I, Man I love it Like you know what I'm saying That's one of my favorite songs So far this year You know what I'm saying That's definitely one That I can say for a fact That I truly listen to Like even I sit here and I practice with it As far as like You know like Um Working on, you know, like being a DJ and turntables and stuff like that. I actually practice yeah, yeah. with that, you know. So like, I definitely love that song, man. Thank you, thank you. It's okay. uh, that one was definitely that actually was originally gonna be on GM3, but oh, yeah. I I couldn't I couldn't fit it anywhere. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't it doesn't sound like me and my family. It just kind of sounds like you know the world in general. Yeah. So I just kind of separated it. That's that's the kind of thing that I've been deciding for GM3. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing I've been trying to put together. Interesting, and, um, interestingly enough, you know, that you dropped it this year and everything, especially with everything that's going on with this pandemic, it felt like it was right for it to come out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's definitely a track that, like, um, suspends your belief, but also if you're looking for a message, you're going to find it. Right. And um, the message is very clear. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. No doubt about that, man. So, you know, like, with everything that's been going on pandemic-wise and everything that's been happening, you know, that you see, like, around the country and everything like that, like, what is your thoughts about that? As far as the pandemic itself or as far as social justice? Hey, both. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, man, regarding the sickness... um, this is a big setback right now um, for all of us. And that's not being selfish or anything to say that Um, a lot of things got postponed and a lot of things are, they're messed up right now to put it the most polite way possible. Um, But if I was to give a message, it would just be like, you know, do the social distancing, keep your masks on and uh, be safe, be safe and look out for, for your friends and family and, even if they're not your friends and family, look out for them because we could get through this. Yeah. And, uh, things can go back to normal next year. And um, I hope they do. Uh, I think leadership could have handled this way better yeah. um, from the start. But, you know, our leadership isn't, uh, in my opinion, isn't too... Uh, isn't too bright right now yeah but um and and hey even if things go right in november it's my opinion that i don't i don't know if it gets it, it may it gets a little bit brighter but you know we're in a safer spot yeah but um 
you know, the, it could have been handled way, way fucking better. Like, look at New Zealand, you know what I mean? They're yeah. out of it. They're out of it. They're, they're going back to restaurants and living the normal life again. And it, it's kind of, I'm envious of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I know eventually we'll get there. But uh, it's going to take time and cooperation. No. Yeah, it's going to take yeah. for you know people to be on one accord. You know, I definitely yeah, do yeah, agree yeah, yeah. with that and everything. But it, it's just I don't know. Like to me, like I've had a lot of mixed bag feelings as far as this whole pandemic goes and everything, and then things that I've seen. You know, me being an essential worker, and I know you're an essential worker too. You know, like I'm speaking mm-hmm. from a first responders, you know, perspective. You know, seeing the things that goes on and you dealing with people that may or may not be sick, and you know, just the the constant anxiety of going out and going to work every day and not knowing whether or not you're going to bring this back to your loved yeah, ones yeah, and yeah, your yeah. friends and family and everything like that. Like that's one of the most, you know, that's one of the most stressful, intense feelings when you're dealing with a situation right on the front lines and everything like that. And I feel as though like, you know, the preparation could have been, you know, way better. You know what I'm saying? Instead yeah, of everybody yeah. thinking it was a hoax or people thinking yeah. that it wasn't as serious as it really Turned out to be You know what I'm saying yeah. I think things could have been Laid in place Or put in place To better protect Or better You know Better prepare You know People of this You know This country and everything You know That's right That's right It, it puts you in a It puts you in a dark place Yeah Um It, it definitely Kills the spirit A little bit And um Yeah I, I've I've experienced that myself Um it makes you, uh, you know, you get cabin fever to say it, you know, correctly. Um, and that cabin fever eats at you. Yeah. And it can change your attitude, especially, you know, we're stuck inside and that's one thing. But then all the negativity on TV and social media and the leadership and it's just, it weighs on you. Yeah. It weighs on you and, um, you know that that's a good segue into the next thing that I wanted to talk about, and that's the social justice, right? Um, involving you know police brutality. Um, you know there, there's got to be an answer. I I've heard, <laughs> I've even argued, uh, you know, both sides of the argument, and um, it's just. My thing is, man, they're all cops and not bad. Right. And I think people need to understand that. You know what I mean? People need to realize that it's not all cops that are bad. It's just a small few. But then you can point at the good cops and ask, hey, did you see him being a bad cop? Mm -hmm. And if they don't know how to answer that, you're equally guilty. Yeah, that's true. In some way, less, but you're equally guilty. You didn't speak up about it because you valued your, you know, your weak ass fraternity with your, with your station over the lives of the people. And that's not what you're supposed to be. Right. You know, and I, I, it's, it's crazy. Like, I know this thing just happened. Um, there was something that just happened recently with, um, you know, a kid that, you know, a young kid, like 17. Yeah. And, you know, he just walked right past police with a gun and ended up killing a few people. Mm-hmm. Like, what? But then, you know, there was another black man who was just shot in the back seven times. 
And there was no, not even conclusive proof that he was going for a weapon in the car that he ducked down in. Right. You know, that caused the police suspicion. So it's kind of just like, what are we talking about? Like, why does, not that this kid, this 17 year old kid should be shot up or anything like that, but right. it's, it's such a dangerous precedent, man. Yeah. Like, what a, what yeah. is, what are we, you what are we worth? You can definitely see that in comparison, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've seen, you know, and I'm not trying to play devil's advocate or anything like that. I'm just yeah, yeah, stating, yeah. you know, what I have seen that has been presented since those tragic events unfolded with the young man out in Wisconsin and everything. And, um, yeah. you know, um, it was shown that he was walking and like supposedly he had a knife in his hand or whatever going towards the vehicle. Now, yeah. whether that's true or not, I don't know, because, you know, you can always Photoshop things in, you know what I'm for saying? Sure, so like sure. at the end of the day, whether that's true, I don't know. Yeah. And then this whole situation, you know, the kid, they're trying to, they're trying to argue the fact whether or not it was self-defense because he was being attacked and then he wound up using deadly force and then ultimately wound up killing two people. And as yeah. you see him walking away from when after he just fired a couple of shots, he tried to, you know, surrender himself and then the police kept, you know, riding right past him or whatever. So it's like, it's definitely like a touchy situation as far as this whole Situation is concerned You know what I mean Yeah There's definitely Arguments to be had On both sides Oh yeah Undeniably But You know It's it's just There's a bigger problem Going on here And until we address it I don't know It's just gonna keep Bringing us down While we're in this pandemic and Yeah now, it, it divides us It divides us oh, a yeah, lot Oh yeah definitely one, one thing I definitely feel As though is like You know with everything People got the right To be upset People got the right yeah. To be outraged And people got the right To demand change So but, justified Right You know But me I also feel as though Like The emotions Is getting people So caught up That they're not really Logically yeah, 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 yeah. Analyzing the situation And trying to Actually go For a real Solution To the problems That we face You know what I'm saying Yeah Yeah Everybody's Acting on emotion and, and rage and, and there's no answers. Like I, I don't. Yeah. It's tough to come up with an answer for that. It is. It really is. Like you could know. ask me, I could ask you, and it's just. It would be tough. It would be tough. You know, I think the toughest part is not actually coming up with an answer. I think it's more so coming up with an answer that everybody will agree upon that's correct. Yeah. 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 Because everybody has their own answer for everything that's going on But then again, it's like nobody wants to Agree to disagree or agree That this is the problem This is the solution yeah. This is how we correct the situation, you know what I mean? And there's there's definitely different factions of, of argument There's the police supporters who mm -hmm. are correct And not all cops are bad and that's fine mm -hmm. And are willing to demilitarize You know, and revamp themselves Right but there's also the, you know, the side of people who think that it's about white and black. Mm -hmm. And it's not about that. It's about police brutality in general. And exactly. if you're a white person and you've seen white people get brutalized by police, you should be just as mad. Yeah. And it's like, that's what we're talking about. It's not a black and white issue. And I'm here like, I've had arguments with with family, with friends, like I'm 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 black and white myself. I'm mixed. Mm -hmm. 
So to hear both sides of the argument is like I've seen racism from both of you. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about? Can we just stop it? Yeah. And you can tell the difference between a joke and when someone's dead serious. Oh yeah. And you know, a lot of times, thankfully, like even I have family that joke with me. Like I have an uncle who, you know, he jokes with me about it, but I know he's fucking joking because he's not racist at all. Right. Like he'll make jokes about you, know, like watermelon and, and you know, grape soda, <laughs> <Yeah>. Kool Aid, <laughs> and that's fucking hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. But I know he loves me, right? You know what I mean? And, and, and it's it's just it's not underhanded at all, right? And you can tell the difference. Then you got those people out there that use jokes as the guys to that's right hide their racism, like, and you got to understand. He, those people have to understand like we can tell the difference yeah we and, know what you mean and, and it's crazy because i work with a supervisor who said something to me in the sense that he may have thought that you know i wasn't going to be smart enough to catch you try to say it slickly yeah but yeah, yeah. you know it's like i laugh at it because i'm like yo you think you're being slick with your yeah, racism yeah, you but think at the same you're fucking you're being shysty as fuck like i know what you mean yeah like <laughs> I don't know. Like he said it's, something um, to me, and I'm like, yo, like if it wasn't for the fact that we are working right now, and I know I need my job, I kick your fucking teeth in. If that's the case, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But it's like real shit, real shit. Yeah, but it's like at the end of the day, it's not even worth it because, like, you know, like the consequences is going to be more severe for me with taking action and actually physically harming somebody than it would be yeah, for yeah, somebody. Yeah. That says something You know They go back to the whole Sticks and stones May break bones Or whatever But you know Yeah you gotta kind of Take the the moral high ground But It's like man Sometimes man You say things And I You know Fuck man Like I, I I'm only human Yeah I'm gonna get mad at things But um That's been a big maturity factor Recently With all this shit going on It's um it's aged me up a few more years. It's funny, like the worst year aged me up a few years, mm-hmm. you know. And it's um, just this year alone is worth like three to five years of maturity. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> understanding and um, understanding the greater good versus yeah. the individual good. Yeah, that's true. And um, it matters. It matters, and I think more people need to see that. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, man, like. Me, I'm one of them type of people. Like, I've seen enough turmoil. I've seen enough enough um, violence. I've seen enough foolishness to last me a lifetime. That only thing I really want to see at the end of the day now is just everybody just. If you can't come together peacefully, just leave yeah. everybody the fuck alone. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I feel. You know. But it's good to know, like. See that's you thinking individually But that's you thinking individually healthy Yeah You know what I mean Like you know How to unify How to cooperate mm-hmm. You know And You can do that At the drop of a hat Yeah Other guys don't know that They don't know how to do See, that They just think Me 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 And that's it See I basically just got put in Facebook jail For trying to You yeah. know like Bring people together To speak about situations That I don't know you know what I'm saying Like, like I fucking I've been there myself Don't worry about it Oh man That shit is, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there like Yo like I, I put a post up And I It was a It was a post of a tweet I took a screenshot Of a tweet that I saw 
And yeah. I put it on Facebook And the only thing I put in the caption I said thoughts Just basically Free discussion for anybody To come on and comment What they think yeah, yeah. About this particular thing And next thing you know Within an hour I'm in Facebook job I'm like what the fuck is this Like Somebody flagged you Yeah <laughs> I, I, it's either it's either somebody flagged me or Facebook is really watching me because these motherfuckers yo I'm trying to dispute it and talking about oh yeah um your post violates community our community standards and it's been yeah, flagged for hate speech I'm like get the uh, fuck out of here I bet it fucking does I bet it does you <laughs> oh, know man. like come on <laughs> I don't know I, I I've been there too I, it's just. I don't know. They say free speech, but then they lock you down for some bullshit. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That's something else. Like social media is one thing. Um, I don't know, man. There's a, there's a bunch of opinions right now, and I'm sure I'm sure those people that do block those posts, mm-hmm. they they have their own bias. True. Of course, you know, like they all have their own opinions, and if if they don't like something, they just fucking don't want to see it. Yeah. And that's unhealthy. Yeah. And it's very reflective, you know, of the, you know, the platform in general. Yeah. When it comes to Facebook. Because on Twitter, you can get reckless. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, hell yeah. But, but you know, Facebook, they crack down. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, gotta like, be careful what you post. You gotta be very careful. Like, I can post some knucklehead shit all day on Facebook that's somewhat entertaining. But when you post something that, you know, that, you know, provokes thought. Or it makes people like really like analyze themselves. Like, yeah, it's like that's a no-no now. <laughs> you know? But that should be that's you know you and I both know that should be how it is. You know, yeah. it should really be a clash of ideals, a clash of ideas and ideals. I should put it like that. Mm-hmm. Just figure out who you want to be and stop listening to the media. Just figure out what it is that you fucking want, what oh, yeah. you think personally, and uh, that's gonna lead. To very healthy conversations and um, differences in opinion that you can intake. Like I know, at my job, there's uh, a couple of people who are more on the conservative side, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't listen to anything unless it's like, you know, Donald Trump praising, or, or you know, like Republican Party to the core. Mm-hmm. And you try to explain to them. And and me myself, I'm not a Democrat myself. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I I'm I'm affiliated with the Green Party. Okay. And um, they immediately, immediately assume that you're just Democrat. Yeah. And then they get shook when you tell them like, nah, like I don't fuck with the Democrats either. They're all they're too fucking establishment. They're too business. Yeah. And the Republicans are too Christian right now. Yeah. And that might be that might be a little controversial for the show right now. Nah, I don't get, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just gonna ask you like your thoughts on like like this whole like political party nonsense. Like to me, I feel as though people should vote their interests. I don't feel as though like it should, yeah. like people should be married to a particular party. It shouldn't be red. Shouldn't be blue. It should be about yeah. what's in the best interest of the people of this country. You know what I mean? For yeah, 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 what yeah. I understand. They they built the you know part of the principles or the laws of this nation off of we the people by the people for the people you know what I'm right, saying right, but right. we've gotten away from that and it's kind of just like man like I said like the Republicans it's fine to be Christian let me stress that mm-hmm. all right it's fucking fine to be Christian Muslim you know Shinto whatever the hell you are like yeah. you know Jewish like it's great 
Yeah. Have you have your beliefs, have your hope, and that's wonderful. But there's supposed to be a separation in church and state. Oh yeah. You understand that? So Republicans used to be for the people. You know, a party for the people and it was true to the people, everybody gets their rights and that's great. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of just like Yeah, you you're still a party for the people, but you're a party for the Christian people. Yeah. Or the evangelical people. Mm-hmm. And that's not a separation of church and state and you're excluding so many other people that would rather choose your your party mm-hmm. because and like you said you know there shouldn't be party affiliation but there is and that's just what it is right but you look on the democratic side and they don't give a fuck unless you're filthy rich yeah and funding their campaigns and granted they have better views and they say better things and they Cater to the majority of the people But yeah. it's like you but gotta it's... ask At the end of the day Obama's great, Biden's Okay, mm-hmm. you know Even Bernie Sanders who I supported Is mm-hmm. great, but you're making Promises that I don't know if you, you can, can Keep, keep for right. sure Exactly, you know, and like They sound nice and I know you mean well And that's why I'm gonna put you in charge Or I'm gonna try to But Man Let's get it done Yeah It's funny to me Like how You know People Look at You know Like you look at The Candace The Candace Owens Of the world And you know Black Conservatives As a whole Yeah Or whatever And you know The majority of Black people Will look at those Type of black people That support You know The Republican side Or the conservative side As coons Yeah they look at them As coons or whatever But then you look back At the Democratic Party And like the way Things has been done Under Democratic control When you look at Cities like Chicago Here in New York You look at You know Cities that are ran By Democrats And you look at the, The crime rate The shootings And all that craziness It's like Yeah at the same time, it's like, even though, excuse me, there's been a Republican, you know, there's been Republican control, mm-hmm. that shit's still going on in Chicago. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, who who's right? Who's going to do something about it? Exactly. Like, because if Donald Trump does win again, like, you know, whatever, but that's another eight years and, you know, or another four years, and that's eight years in total. Mm-hmm. After that time is up, is Chicago any different? Yeah. Because then the same thing could be said about the Republican Party. True. What did you do about Chicago? Exactly. You like to scapegoat it, but what did you do about it? Exactly. Nothing. That's why and I said, you know, not my fault. And that's just one example. Mm-hmm. That's one example, unfortunately. Chicago. That's yeah. one example. So, I don't know. It's just, it's about finding who's really about that word. Mm-hmm. And who's actually going to fight for the damn people And if that happens to be a Republican And Other Republicans come out And support that individual Whether that person is Democrat Or Green Party or Libertarian Or right. you know whatever it may be You got to support that person Absolutely Because they're about their word And to me like I To me I'm at a point now Like I'm, I remember like You know Years ago I used to be Stone cold democrat Or whatever You know Until like I yeah. actually got older And started being able to Freely Freely think And understand Like certain part, You know Things of the parties And what they represent And all that stuff And you know I'm still learning politics But you know yeah. Like I'm able to sit back And analyze enough On a basic level Of 
Republican and Democratic and all, all the other, you know, factions in between this stuff. And it's just like, you know what? I'm at a point now it was like we, we, we've been trying this one side against the other side and whatever. It's like, when are we going to try for once just to elect the right person to yeah, put them yeah, in yeah, place yeah, yeah. to, you know, clean up for everybody? You know what I'm saying? Everybody going to have their own agenda. Everybody got their own what they see as though is right or whatever. But when we're going to find that candidate that's going to be correct for everybody as a whole, you know what I'm saying? For sure. That's, that's such an important question. Yeah. And we got to look out for that. And um, I think we even, we maybe even had close to that yeah. a few people. And unfortunately, now that they're gone, it's, we have to, fuck, we have to choose between the lesser of two evils, unfortunately. But, yeah. I think I think that's I think that that system is a little played now, and I think we shouldn't yeah, have yeah, to yeah, yeah. choose between the lesser of the two evils no more. I think we should be choosing the best candidate and then putting them in office and letting them do what they got to do, no matter what color they are, what religion they practice. That's your yeah. own personal business. As long as you can keep that separated from the what's what's for the greater good of not only this country but the people that live in it. I think For that's sure. what we should move towards, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be so important going forward, and it'll be interesting to see where this country's at in like ten, fifteen years. Yeah. Um, just to see if uh, you know, because you look at the kids, man, they're all like, granted, they're still young. Yeah. But what you see is most of them are more informed nowadays, and um, they can form better opinions based on the information that's available at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to just refresh a you know Safari page and pull up MSN or something or, or mm-hmm. Apple News and there's the news right there. You see it. Right. It'll be interesting to see what their takes are in the future and where their choices lead this country in the future. Right. And you're starting to see pieces of it now. Like I think it's more than sixty percent, sixty or seventy percent of the country and its people support Medicare for all. Yeah. And um, that's a big argument on the table right now. And I think that number is only going to increase. Yeah. Like there's other developed worlds in the country that have it and it works fine. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's proof of it. And I think that's one direction that eventually we're going to get in. And um, that's just a little bit of change. You know, so it's just interesting to form theories and. You know, kind of foresee the future of what's to come with the next generation. Absolutely. I, I'm one thing I can definitely know, and I, I know we can both agree on is 2020 has definitely rewritten future history as we know it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it really has, with like, the NBA and canceling and the, and the players just refusing, it's it's just it's um. This is definitely going to be one for the history books. Yeah, like definitely. That. This is going to be something that they, we look back on. Yeah, and this is going to be when you see a lot of changes that has happened from this particular point forward. Twenty twenty is going to be the bar that set a lot of these changes in motion. I strongly oh, yeah. believe. You know. Yep. Yeah. It's a very pivotal year. Man, yo, this count. This conversation has been great. Uh, like, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know that's that's what happened when you got two great minds that that link up and you know have right. intelligent conversation. You know what I'm saying? That's right. 
no doubt. So, you know, for everybody out there, you know, that's listening right now, you know, that would like to go check out your catalog, your catalog of music and would like to, you know, like reach out to you and connect and everything. Like, how can they do that? They can find me on Instagram and Will Gats on Twitter at the Will Gats. That's T-H-A-W-I-L-L-G-A-T-Z. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud and search me up on Spotify. I got a few tracks up there, including Gas of Oz, which we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the most important part about sharing social media and, uh, you know, interacting with people is uh, the free feeling to reach out. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk, we can talk. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, uh, you know, I'm sitting here with Emilio. We just talked for like a half hour. Um, you know, maybe more. I haven't even looked at the it time. Was like but, an um, hour, fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm, I'm. See, I'm late. I'm way behind. <laughs> but um, <laughs> see, I'm still thinking we're at the thirty-three minute mark. No, nope, we're past that. All right. <laughs> you can definitely reach out to me, and we can talk about music. You know, fuck. If you want to talk about politics, it's a safe space. I'm not gonna argue with you about what your opinions are. We can just talk and c- compare and contrast opinions. Mm-hmm. And um, anything you want to talk about And uh, I, you know Anything you teach me Will probably be used later on in music So mm. watch what you tell me too um, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah man You can just, just find me on social media I'm out there oh, man. Hey, Yo man We're going to have to come back and do this again Like real soon We can't just wait from like course, you know course, like course. 2020 and then a few years later Then we have you back On the, on the show Or whatever We gotta do this again Like real soon man I definitely oh, enjoy yeah, this you, conversation Give me a Give me a nice little segment On the non-stop radio show no And doubt. uh I'll come through And uh We can We can talk We can talk You know like, what We might have to put that In motion man We might have to, <laughs> might have to Do something about like it. that We can talk about it yeah, No doubt man <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do man. this little podcast thing Oh yeah no doubt I'm always open to that man Like I'm in the I'm in the space now Where I'm looking to create Meaningful content that you know inspires thought. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like people sure. are so programmed to think about the things that are laid out for them, or whatever the case may be. So, like, I want to do some thought provoking kind of you know content real soon. And call it the hour of gas or something like that. Like, yeah, I mean, some real, real cool. Yeah, so. we, we, we definitely, you know, we definitely going to talk about that. <laughs> well, maybe I'll lose track of time and we can actually do an hour instead of 30 minutes. Yeah. Like I'm thinking this is. <laughs> no doubt, man. <laughs> so, you know, we definitely want to say thank you once again. We are definitely looking forward to, you know, Gas and Mass 3 dropping or whatever. Yeah, and very soon. Yeah, and I definitely want to get you back onto the show, you know, to, when, once that releases. Definitely want to get you back on the show, you know, to talk about it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And that's, like I said, that's that's in a few months, and I can't wait to see the reactions. Um, Well, I mean, you can listen to almost almost half of it now. Mm-hmm. I put most of the singles out, but the tracks that I do have hidden, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, an emotional thing for me, mm-hmm. and I'm just curious to see how the people take it. No doubt. So for everybody else out there We definitely want to say thank you for tuning in To the Nonstop Radio Show Presents the In The Spotlight Show Once again I'm your host Emilio Wagbar Be sure to check us out On soundcloud.com Forward slash nonstop 
dash radio dash show. And you can check out past and present episodes, which is available there of the nonstop radio show. And you can head over to the EJP entertainment anchor channel to check out past and present episodes as well. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at nonstop radio two one two or my personal Twitter page at the Emilio Wagbar to stay up to date with the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip hop shows, favorite hip hop show. Until next time, y'all. Y'all all be safe out there. Y'all stay healthy, stay hydrated, and stay doing your thing, y'all. Hey. What's going on? It's Will Gats from Boston, and I'm going to need you to keep it locked right here on Nonstop Radio. The Nonstop Radio Show. Nonstop Hip Hop. The hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. anymore the people of emerald city never treat us like before we used to think that this was all work and no pay and now my brothers all strung up like some puppets aren't they they're like scarecrows to the field that they got we tried to be as hard as metal but we wasn't that hard we're tin men with some courage courage like a lion and we clicked the red tins but there wasn't point in trying i don't know that we're in kansas anymore toto i don't think that we're in kansas anymore I don't know if we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. I don't know. I don't know. Hey. I don't know if we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. I don't think that we're in Kansas anymore. I don't know if we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. The wind is blowing. We ain't home. I didn't ravel any riddle for any individual. If I only had the brain, I'd be tender, I'd be gentle, and a lot more sentimental. But if I only had a heart, have the courage to be king and do almost anything if the wizard is a wizard who will serve but i don't know that we don't know that be a wizard use your magic send me home i don't know that we're in kansas anymore toto i don't think that we're in kansas anymore i don't know if we're in kansas anymore toto i don't know i don't know hey i don't know if we're in kansas anymore toto i don't think that we're in kansas anymore I don't know if we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. The wind is blown. We ain't home. Kid was something special to me, yo Cause I would spit to all the beats I ever heard up on the radio Never change the flow, be sure to link up every word So that when I got the chance, I would change the whole world Go bigger, go home, dream bigger, live broke All the things I had to fear, but they also gave me hope So I would make the best of them when using them the most Making sure that if I died, you would listen to my ghost 
Spitting out respect from ones you once considered close Feel we never get attention from the ones we love the most It's a cold world, sorry no one's got tomorrow So live the best you can and just be gone with all the sorrow Life was never easy, hundred years was never time I'm still trying to learn to keep my crayons in the line Music is a gift to ones who only have the talent So if you got the skill, you should go ahead and grab it It's like, poof poof nigga, it's black magic You never thought I'd make it, but I went ahead and grabbed it I visualized my dreams, thought of better things And I ain't afraid of shit, listen to the song I sing It's like, poof poof nigga, it's black magic You never thought I'd make it, but I went ahead and grabbed it I visualized my dreams, thought of better things And I ain't afraid of shit, listen to the song I sing I'm writing for the people who have ever had a dream And anyone who's listening who don't just what I mean My life has not been easy so I really sympathize I'm trying to get this paper then I'll get a better ride My future's on the rise, I can see it in my lyrics I think that trained ears are the only ones who hear it Say that I'm the truth, fucking lie up in the booth But I'm tired of the fake that they portray in common youth I promise I'ma listen to the morals that I carry I promise I'ma love the woman that I choose to marry You'll never see me lie or hate or slang up in the streets But I guarantee you all my family's mouth is gonna eat I'm standing up to critics, haters, and the average hipster To introduce my name cause I ain't your average mister If I catch you staring, I'ma tell you take a picture It's gas till the death, homie, put me in your fix It's like, poof poof, nigga, it's black magic You never thought I'd make it, but I went ahead and grabbed it I visualized my dreams Thought of better things and I ain't afraid of shit Listen to the song I sing It's like, poof poof nigga, it's black magic You never thought I'd make it but I went ahead and grabbed it I visualized my dreams, thought of better things And I ain't afraid of shit Listen to the song I sing Ooh. The non-stop radio show Non-stop hip-hop The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net when I was a small boy, they told me conquer the world Save the day and the night and the goddamn girl And if you're lucky, you'll attain the gold, diamonds, and pearls Strike like the viper, get your grip, and don't ever uncurl Eat. I remember back the times I didn't get to choose The times they robbed me of my confidence and let me bruise They told me that I would be nothing and to get the news But the most daring man alive don't have shit to lose Yeah, sun and dawn, I was born at dusk I glanced around, tell me who to trust don't wanna open, but they said I must They speak a weak, but they don't That's know why I never gave them nothing and will never give them shit I don't have to sell my soul to reach a dream I know I'll get The industry is finished and my mind is transcended Not mistakes, off the Mars, the kid gas has ascended I'm gone Till dawn, lead the way. Lead the way from dust till dawn. Lead the way. Lead the way from dust till dawn. We'll be over that. When your idols have disappointed you, who do you look up to? Temptation, greed, and obstacles are set to interrupt you, corrupt you, and even leave you bleeding in the dirt. We know that life's a hundred years and feels a hundred times worse. We sworn companions or enemies till the death. The rain's finally gone. Is the sunshine next? See, I can stand it if I deal with disrespect But am I foes derived from friends or family? Write the fucking check Fine, what I'm expecting from the man to me Not, Not what, what it was, what I plan to be Predict the future, what I plan to see These people always show me doors, but only their keys Guess I'll find my own
rocking with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. What up, what up, what up, good people? It's your boy Emilio Wagbar, host of the Nonstop Radio Show in full effect. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio 212 or my personal Twitter page at the Emilio Wagbar to stay up to date with the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip hop shows, favorite hip hop show. Up next, we have a sneak preview of what's to come on the next episode as the Nonstop Radio Show presents the In the Spotlight Show hosted by yours truly. Check it out. I see you got a lot of things going on You still moving Even through all this pandemic and lockdown You know, foolery and everything like that, man So, like, how's everything on your end? Oh, uh, man, half it's crazy And half it's determination, you know what I mean? I hear that <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the type that uh, I've always got to move, man So I can't, I just can't sit still So whether it's family or it's the show Or doing things for NGI Radio, man I just yeah. got to keep moving and keep the energy in a, in a positive place And just, you know do you know do like i always say do one thing a day to go towards the goal the bigger goal man and, and it just looks like you're doing a lot it's, it's all right it's all right yeah man <laughs> but yo man let me tell you man i'm definitely and proud to be a part of it and everything like that man because i've seen from like when we first connected back in 2017 and just the growth of you yeah. as a you know as a host as a dj and the growth that you have with your brand and us you know uh the mixtape show and ngi radio and everything like that man it's definitely taking off man so like yeah. you see a lot of people out here you know faking it until they make it but you you actually out here you putting in the groundwork that is laying out to be an incredible foundation man so definitely hats off to you for that for real man thank you man thank you and i know you had the you had the Freudian slip a little early when you almost said non-stop but truth be told man you the reason why the mixtape show is the way it is man because when we first linked up the show was just a mix show mm-hmm. it was just me doing my mixes and um you know cutting in the indie artists within the mix you know here and there whatever but then after i listened to your show man i like the format and i like how you had it set up i was like yo that's dope man you know what i'm saying yeah. i wish i could do something like that <laughs> and it actually took you and a couple other people of talking me into kind of switching up the format of the show because they was like you know bro you you got you know you got a lot of knowledge of the, the hip-hop game and the music scene and you connect with indie artists so on you know it'll be a good look for you so oh, yeah. I, I thank you i thank you man because you was one of the people who encouraged me to kind of switch it up a little bit and then like you said it's been we've been running ever since man man i appreciate that man you know i know you had me on your platform you know, a few months ago and everything like that. And now we got you here on the platform tonight. So we definitely, you know, taking the time to, you know, give each other, you know, our flowers and everything like that, man. Because you, like, you've been the motivation behind me to stay current and keep doing what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Especially, like, you know, with things being difficult and, you know, the struggles that you and I, we both talk about off record when, you know, we have our own personal discussions and everything like that. We know, like, this particular, you know, field can be difficult, especially when you're dealing with artists, when you're dealing with other outside entities and stuff like that man so we kind of been like the you know the iron sharp uh sharpening the iron with each other man for real yeah man it's it's definitely a um it's a thankless job you know what i mean yeah. it's like you, you 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 know you know better than anybody man it's, it's, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time to, to do what we do oh yeah as far as putting together a legit radio show and i don't i don't like calling the pod it's not a podcast and it's not <laughs> you know it's a legit radio show you yeah. know what i mean it takes a lot of work people don't understand that me and you 
we got to book the interviews and we got to, you know, get the music together and make sure the artists send us the, the right type of record and they not yeah. sending us links and all that stuff. Oh, and, you know, and that's just before you even hit the, before you even ready to go with the show, then you got to put in actual show hours and you got to put in post-production and all that, man. So, oh, yeah. so you know, one-man band with no budget, it's, it's, it's tough to do, but it can be done. Oh, yeah, know? definitely, man. <laughs> but, yo, you are, like, the epitome of taking just a little bit of something and just making it into something. Like, you actually planted that seed. And, like, how you see it in now from 2017 up until 2020 and even beyond that, you're seeing, like, a lot of the, the of what you see. <laughs> Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musically 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only.